I wish I'd have known there's enough out there. <laughs> I wish I'd have known there's enough out there. Yeah. And you might go, well, uh, enough what? Yes. <laughs> right? There's... Welcome to Real Estate Success Partner. We're your hosts, Devin Dubuque. David Wynn. And we're here to talk about how to have great success in every market. And today, guys and gals, we've got a real treat for you. Um, you hear us talk about this guy all the time. He's our mentor uh, in the industry and our mentor in our family growth and support, right? Um, you know, Carl White, the great Carl White of the Mortgage Marketing Animals, uh, one of the leaders in our industry. Carl does some of the most amazing things with his coaching programs. He's got his own own business, uh, the top real estate podcast in the United States today. And we've got him here on our show. Welcome to the stage, folks. Carl White, how are you, brother? Man, it's uh, it's really see, it's good to see you guys. And frankly, I thought I thought I I thought you were the men. I've learned, dude. I've learned so much from you guys. I mean, you guys really have it going on. You, you're okay. The side, you really, really, really got a good thing going here. Um, but what I thought we'd talk about today is uh, I sent out this survey about two or three weeks ago, something like that, maybe a month ago. And the, the survey question was, what did you learn in 2023? And what are you going to do different in 2024 based upon what you learned? Yeah. And it was, um, Got some interesting stuff back. So I thought I thought we could just kind of chat about that here for next 20, 25 minutes, something like that. Hour and a half, two hours, whatever. Let's you know, yeah, something. let's do all day. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I think that's a great cho- topic, Carl. And uh, you know, David and I, uh, what didn't we learn in 2023? Uh, you know, one thing that you say often, Carl, and uh I think it's really appropriate for this topic is uh we found out in 2023 and latter part of 2022, we were swimming naked. Um, and all of our deficiencies were starting to show up, right? The things that uh maybe we thought we were great at, we realized rather quickly, uh man, we we uh we need a new strategy, right? We've got to figure out a new game plan. So uh, 2023 was a great learning experience for us. And it was uh, humbling. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a year of humbleness. That's it what was. it really was. It was 100%. Yeah. 100%. I think we learned what we had in our business, what we didn't have in our business. And we really learned how to shape and mold our business, uh, you know, for the future years to come. And, uh, you know, a lot of that, Carl, we contribute to you and uh, the program that you provide. Uh, because we've, we've really leaned on you, right? We've leaned into you for, for support uh, with how to, how to transition our team to becoming the machine that it is today. Yeah. Well, I, well, it's been an honor. Well, let, let's kind of jump into this thing a little bit. Let's so, um, so this, and this is going to be in no particular order, but um, yeah. So we sent this interview, uh, our interview, this poll out on what did you learn in 2023 and what are you going to do differently because of that in 2024? And um, the first one that came, and again, this is no particular order, yeah. but one of the ones that came back. So we ended up with about, and we're probably not going to call, cover all of them today, but um, we came up with about, there was probably a, a grand total of, and again, this is like 30,000 people, but about, we probably saw the same eight or nine, you know, 3,000 times each. Right. You know, kind of thing. It was the same eight or nine answers that came back over and over and over and over. A couple outliers here and there. Popular but answer, eight or nine things. Uh, yeah. w- was exposed multiple times over. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so one of them that came back, which I thought was uh, very interesting, was uh, some a, a good a good amount of them said what I learned in 2023 that I I wish I'd have known before is that I don't have to know everything. Yeah, I don't have to know everything. In the context, or some people put like little comments to kind of clarify it, and and what this one meant was like so often before we go out and market or before we pick up the phone and make those calls or before we go teach that class, man, what if they asked me this? And what if they asked me that? And what if they asked me this? And what if they asked me that? And what if there's a, you know, three-legged man shows up and he asks a question that, you know, how do I time my shit? Like all this stuff goes through our head, you know, like we have to know every, every, every answer to every question. And oftentimes that holds us back. It does. That holds us back. You know, that imposter syndrome. I don't know everything. I'm not a PhD in this. So, so I can't go out and proactively go out and get new business because I'm afraid they might ask me something and, and, and I'm not worthy of, yeah. of being in front of these people because I don't know everything. And, and God knows that's held me back in the past. And so I, I think the point being made here is you know enough. Yeah. Right. You know enough. And it's okay if you don't know everything. I remember when I first got started, as I guess with everybody, right? I, I, I didn't know anything. And when I say nothing, I mean literally nothing, right? We all started off. Carl, I didn't know mortgage meant uh, loan on your home. I, I That's how yeah, yeah. I knew. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm getting in the mortgage I, I, business. What does that mean again? <laughs> yeah. I, I thought when, when loan officers were loaning out money, this, this is the truth. Yeah. I thought when loan officers loaned out money that they had a bunch of money somehow or another and they were loaning out their money. Right. And when I found out, no, 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 it's we 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 find some we find a place that has money and then we find people are looking for money and we simply put the two together. I yeah. thought, what a great business model. <laughs> you know, that's a business. <laughs> I, I, I wish I'd have thought of this. That's a great plan. So so I wish I would have known that I don't have to know everything. Yeah. And it's okay for me to tell a real estate agent. It's okay for me to tell a consumer. It's okay for me to tell a title company, a financial planner, uh, a, 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 a divorce attorney. Right. Hey, you know what? I'm not real sure about that. Uh, let me get back with you this afternoon. Or let me have, you know, Diane in the office give you a call and she that's can right. fill you in on that piece or insert in things. So I think that's a big one is not to let the lack of knowledge to hold us back from taking action because nobody knows everything. Somebody always knows more than you. That's right. And somebody already all, all, always knows less than you. And, 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 and it just doesn't really matter. Yeah. And so I thought, uh, you know, where I was looking for those things, what, what are those things holding us back? And if we could just clip the rope, you know, that's holding us back, that's we, right. we, we, well, we move forward then. So, uh, so I, 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 I really like that one. I think that's a great uh, piece of wisdom. Came, I do. I, I love yeah. that. I, I tell you another one that came up, uh, that I really liked. I learned in 2023 that not everybody is going to do business with me yeah. and that's okay. So as it turns out for all of us, it's actually a small fraction. Like uh, for most of us, I know here, here, me and my market, it's an incredibly small fraction, hmm. right? It's, it's a huge market and, and the team does, you know, well, but percentage wise, as you look at the market, I mean, it's, it's my, it's, like nobody, like the biggest player in town is probably at two percent, right? Right. So, 
So not everybody's going to do business with me, and it's okay. And just because somebody doesn't do business with me doesn't mean that they don't like me or that they think I suck or, or you know, I, I'm, I'm a screw-up or, or all those conversations we have in our head. Yeah. No, it just means that they decided on somebody else. For, that's like, um, uh, I just bought a car for my daughter not too long ago. What was it? Um, 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 oh, Toyota. Now, I think Honda makes a fantastic product. I just didn't buy it this time. That's right. I, I, I very likely might the next time, right? I just didn't yeah. this time. Yep. And so I think sometimes when, when somebody doesn't refer to us or somebody does business with, with somebody else instead of us, we think, well, they never liked me. I suck. I wasn't worthy. They found somebody better. And I'm embarrassed to ever call that person up again, which is just garbage in our head, right? N none of that's true. And, and I think it's, um, you know, I see some, I'll be in a Facebook group and I'll see somebody say, well, I had this realtor tell me no today. And I think to myself, my God, dude, I had a real, realtor tell me no this hour. That's right. right. So I, mean, <laughs> I had a lot of realtors tell me no this hour. You yeah. Know? And I said, man, if that's the first time you've ever heard that, um, you know, that, that if that's the first time you've ever heard that, man, that, that's 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 you're not making enough a, offers. <laughs> you're not, yeah. You're not and, making uh, enough offers. Well, you know, we talk yeah. about that all the time here at the branch, Carl, you know, and, and David, you know, he's living proof of that. You know, there's a lot of the times where our loan officers will will speak up and say, you know, it was eight calls after I met with this agent for the first time. And I thought they were ghosting yeah. me. You know, I was leaving voicemails and they were not answering. They weren't following up. And I just, I genuinely, I thought they didn't like me. And I thought, man, wow. I thought that appointment went really well. Right. Uh, but then out of the blue one day, right. Uh, the uh, phone call rings the other direction and uh, it's that agent that ghosted them eight weeks in a row. And they thought just must've hated them. And uh, Dave, isn't that where you start to see a lot of your business coming in? Yeah, you know, 2023 was a rough year for a lot of people. Uh, you know, there were some people that we consider qualified agents that became unqualified. And what's weird now is I'm having some of those agents a year later now give me my first deal because of the consistency of the text messages. I may not call them anymore, but they're still getting automation of texts or emails or whatever. Well, free and, gifts, right? Yeah. And, yeah. And, we and, give them gifts every week. We send out, you know, the agent click and learn where we're giving them the gift of knowledge, right? Uh, we talk to them about, you know, the important things that are coming up in the market. We, we deliver uh, the opportunity for them to be on the podcast and, you know, ultimately sell their story and give their message out there. And, and uh, I think that's what it is, is, you know, the consistency, David, that you bring to the table uh, with your follow-up, whether that isn't a phone call, maybe it is just a text message, but you're also throwing all those gifts out there, right? You're layering gifts every single week and saying, hey, here's some cool things that you might be able to take into your business to create success. And then out of the blue, right? Yeah. Because uh, they ghosted you for a year, you get a lead. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how that works. Another one that came up uh, quite a bit was... Um, and, and, and so I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you one at a time here, but I'm going to give you two that kind of tie into each other. Uh, and this one was, I wish I'd have known there's enough out there. <laughs> I wish I'd have known there's enough out there. Yeah. And you might go, well, enough what? Yes. <laughs> right. There's, there's enough referral partners. Yeah. There's enough divorce attorneys. There's enough financial planners. There's enough local business owners. There's enough people in the in your current past database. There's enough sphere of influence with friends and family. You know, um, there's enough uh, 
uh, uh, people buying houses in your area that you can get in front of, there's enough. Yeah. And, um, you know, in, in the, the magic is how, how do we get in front of those people to make our offer? Yeah. Right. Which, which is another one, by the way, uh, another answer that came up was, I wish I'd have known the power of the offer. Mm. I wish I'd have known the power of the offer. Boy, that's a good one. Because mm-hmm. what that one says, which kind of falls into this enough, that all we simply have to do is make enough offers to the right people. That's right. right? That's all this stuff is. Yeah. And, and knowing that not everybody's going to work with me, these, these, kind of, these start tying in together. Knowing that enough people will work with me and enough, uh, uh, most people will tell me no. Some people will tell me yes. Yeah. And as long as it's a big enough pool that I'm asking, that even if most say no, the percentage says yes is enough. And if I want to close more loans, I simply make that pool bigger. That's right. right? I simply ask more people. And I, I think the mistake most loan officers make is they rely on people. Well, they know what I do. They, you know, they, 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 uh, you know, it, 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 it was my cousin for God's sake, didn't use me. They know what I do, but but there's that thing of, but dude, you, you didn't ask, Yeah, right. You didn't ask them for the business. So there's, you know, I think, so we got to know that there's enough out there, uh, and we simply we simply have to let people know that we want them to do business with us. We can't just rely on them knowing what I do. That's right. That we actually have to uh, uh, we have to have to act, act, ask for their business. I was yeah. uh, teaching a class here in Tampa uh, to a group of mortgage professionals yesterday, and I told them something that I tell you. You guys have probably heard me say a hundred times, but only because it's always true. Right. And that if you literally want to double your business. And whether that's going from two to four or four to eight or eight to 16 or, or whatever that number is, that it's just simply just by doing one thing that I would guarantee with no little asterisks, guarantee you would double your business in the next, say three, let's say four months max would be to simply finish every single conversation with a call to action. Finish every single conversation. Hey, Dave, man, it was great uh, talking to you guys here today. I just want to know if I could count on you next time you get that buyer lead or next time you have a friend, family, coworker looking to buy, sell, refinance. Just want to know, can I count on you to refer my way, Dave? Uh, it's, it's an honor to, to talk to you and have you as a friend. And I found cool people tend to hang out with cool people. Brother, I'd love to get connected with your friends and family that are looking to buy a house uh, or maybe refinance. Can I count on you for that, brother? And if we finish every single conversation. Now I'm not talking about necessarily I'm at the church uh, or, or not necessarily at the ball field, but maybe, maybe, right. Maybe, but, but for sure in my, on my Monday through Friday, my nine to five, every time I talk to an agent, every time I talk to a co-borrower, every time I talk to a title company, every time I talk to an appraiser uh, to, to give a call to action, those people, we do that every single time. That's right. And I'm again, I'm not talking about a three minute monologue. I'm talking about a 15 second little message that, you know, off the top of your head and you can do it forwards and backwards. And it's literally, when I say 15 seconds, I probably mean 10. That's right. right? 10 seconds. And to add that in at the end of every single conversation, uh, 100% of people would double their business within 
four months, absolutely for sure. So, uh, so uh, which was one of the things I wish I'd have known how powerful my call to action. The ask, the just ask, the ask. right? The ask. You know. You- so, why why do you think it is, Devin? Why do you think it is that people think it's weird or rude or being a jerk by letting them know that we can help them? Like, why 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 is that even? Why does that even enter our head? Where does that come from, do you think? I, I think you're right in the money. It's in the head, right? It's what's going on between the ears. And, you know, yeah, but, but how, did, how did we start thinking that in the beginning? with? Because, you know, when, when somebody asked me, like, um, like um, dude, I just had a guy finish cleaning my gutters. Yeah. Right? Because here in Florida, uh, we just hit fall. So the leaves started falling about three days ago. And, uh, and my gutters got full, right? Right. So the guy, he cleaned out my gutters. And uh, as he was leaving, he said, hey, man, can I leave you a couple cards? You know, uh, if you have any fr- uh, uh, any uh, friends that are, are looking for their gutters to clean, man, I'd love to help you help your friends, too. And it's like, yeah. dude, cool. In fact, it made me feel special with him asking me because what I heard him say, which is not what he was saying, Carl, you're a very influential person. <laughs> and boy, I bet you could throw a lot of business my way. And I honor you for being an influential person. Yeah. Hey, man, I'd love it if you'd pass out my, my, my card to your now that's not what he said but that's what my head heard him say and i thought well this is kind of cool the dude wants you know my referrals and yes i could give them to him you know and carl you know and and maybe this is even true for me um you know it goes back to you know kind of the the thought process of what a a salesman means right and you know sometimes people in their minds even salespeople, right because that's who we are we picture that that yeah, I hate to use the term sleazy, but that sleazy used car salesman, right? Uh, you know, that's, you know, I'm, I'm disco Bob and I'm here to sell you a new automobile. Which, by the way, right? So by the way, I got a question for you. Real question. <laughs> by the way, so I bought a handful of used cars, right? Yeah. I've never met that guy yet. Like every single time I go to buy a used car, yeah. dude, it's, it's like the nicest guy or the, or the nicest lady ever. Yeah. So somehow, I don't know if this was a thing that media. Hollywood made up. Yeah, it's a Hollywood media, right? I, I I don't know where it came from. So come on down here to the anyway. root barn, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, I, I heard I heard another. Uh, that's it. I, I t- I'll tell you another one that was on the list. I wish I'd have known, and I'm going to paraphrase this one a little bit. I wish I'd have known in 2023 that I can catch enough fish in my own backyard. Yeah. And what that means, and it's not calling anybody a fish, right? This was not meant by that. Yep. But that there's enough business in my own backyard that maybe I don't need to be in 49 states. Maybe I don't need to be uh, focusing my market on 23 states. Maybe, just maybe, and I'm just talking about in my case, maybe, just maybe, there's enough loans in the state of Florida that Carl can have a good living. Maybe, just maybe... My dear friends that live in New Hampshire, there's enough mortgages in the state of New Hampshire yeah. that you can live a good life as a loan officer. Now, I'm not saying there's never a time to expand, and I think expanding is fine, but it might not be like, let's make sure we got a good footprint right in our own Absolutely. backyard before we try to expand. Probably the only, I, and I'd put a little asterisk on this one, because I remember when, when I read this one and saw all the responses of it. I thought, well, you know, there are cases. They're they're not frequent, but they're occasional. For instance, uh, our dear friend Jen Connolly. I use her as an example often. Yeah. So Jen lives in a very rural area of Ohio, where 
Yeah, I think it's four counties is her primary market. In those four counties, there's only a hundred, I think it was it, 189 real estate agents yeah. in those four counties. Now, there's a there's over 200 real estate agents that live in my subdivision. That's right. right? Much less my <laughs> county, right? There, there, there's 83 of them that go to my church, yeah. right? So, uh, so on these rare occasions where they live in the very rural areas, uh, or if, and I know your podcast is a viewership or listenership throughout the nation, or if I'm in, say, Minnesota in the wintertime, yeah. not as many people buy houses, you know, in Minnesota right. in the wintertime as they do in Minnesota in the summertime. So maybe reaching out to Texas or Alabama or Florida or Georgia right. or insert in, you know, Arizona, Southern uh, State. California, yeah, <laughs> yeah where, where there's not 10 feet of snow. Yeah. Uh, but for the other mm, 95% of us, yeah, that let's focus right here in our own backyard and capture that first. That's right. Because I can tell you, it, while while we can get referrals from out throughout the country, there's nothing wrong with doing that. It's probably a little easier, a little more effective, not a lot easier, not a lot more effective, but somewhat to do it right here in my own county where I know I can speak the language. And so for most of us, I think we spend too much time trying to capture faraway communities. And, and maybe sometimes we treat that as a little bit of creative avoidance. Yeah. Like we're creating these things. Well, I need to go get license in Nebraska first. Then, then I can start making my uh, marketing. You know, you know we, see, and, we um, see both sides of that because we do have Joe Bondio here in the branch, who's in a small town, my hometown of Salina, Kansas, and uh, you know his name is well known, and he captures a good part of that Salina market. But he does need to, to branch out a little bit and get outside of that comfort comfort zone. Now, it's not necessarily the state, though. It's just some of the larger communities, right? Because last time yeah. I looked in Kansas, yes, yeah, Salina. You know, maybe 60, 70,000 population, but Kansas City and Wichita, you know, there's a lot more homes being sold in those marketplaces. So he does yeah. go out in those areas. But, you know, I think you talk about a valid point with, you know, David here. We're national and we do branch out. But at the same time, David's been well marketing recently, right? We've done a lot of swamp marketing. And, uh, you know, when we talk about well marketing, that's going deep with the people's attention that you do have. And, you know, one of the things that David's been doing and actually finding a lot of tremendous success right now is getting very deep with the agents we have right here in the backyard. And now he's going out and he's doing lunch and learns and teaching classes and, you know, building, you know, bonded relationships with the agents in the local market and finding great success. In fact, I think you said earlier you had how many leads come in today? Uh, what's it? No, I've had 20 in the last three days. 20 leads in the last three days. Nine, right? Right. From 20 eight leads different agents. From eight different agents. A lot of those are right here in the Dallas-Fort Worth marketplace. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Dave's got a little unfair advantage going on here. <laughs> I always keep that in mind. When you look as good as him. I know. Well, um, you know, that's going to happen. Doors get open, you know, and uh, they, 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 th they thought he was a Chippendales dancer. Come to find out he's actually a loan officer. <laughs> he and, might have been, uh, Carl, at yeah. one point in time. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I love it. I do want to address one thing about what really changed my business, Carl. Um, it's the just ask. Um, you know, we're brand new into what I I learned mortgages to retail, right? Uh, we marketing to retail. I, yeah. I learned mortgages this past year. What they mean by that is I've been in the mortgage business for close to 
five, six years. Yeah. But until this past year, we were lead based organization. Now we went retail. So we learned everything this year. And we one did. of the things on the just ask is this. I thought just by contacting the realtors on a weekly basis, I was communicating with them, but I wasn't because I was just calling them. Hey, just check in hand, see how you're doing. Do you need anything? Okay, great. Thank you. But that design conversation that you were talking about going the micro it, commitment, the micro commitment. Hey, who do you have today that I can get pre-qualified to make the best use of your time? No one. Okay. Hey, can I count on you uh, mm-hmm. for that next buy side lead? That's right. Getting them to commit to that. And it's really what I learned from that is it's a, that it's a design conversation. No difference than whenever I talk to my mother or when I talk yeah. to my sons, I love you. Goodbye. It's the same. I love you. So my conversation with everybody now is that uh, is is asking is it's just it's just well, ask. I uh, remember when you had that epiphany because, yeah. and it really wasn't that long ago, Carl. We've been doing this for a long time, but it wasn't that long ago. It was right at the beginning of the year. I was in Gunter with my daughter at her horseback riding lessons, <laughs> and he calls me when I'm in the stable, and I've got all these beautiful horses there, and he said, "Devin, I got it. I figured out where my missing piece was. I've been making the calls, and I haven't been doing the ask. And I know we've talked about it. I know we've talked about it. I just wasn't doing it. And immediately, you've seen a substantial response in your leads uh, in the intake of what you're getting just yeah. because of that one little piece uh, that, uh, like we said, most people are afraid to do for what reason we don't know. Maybe it's Disco Bob, the used car salesman, right? Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, did, did the agents get mad when you asked them for the business? No. And I think it's all, again, it's, it's all between our heads. So, you know, yeah. we say the same, I say the same thing every single time. It's, I mean, exact same thing every right. single week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my arrogance was, I think the agents remembers exactly what I said. Come on. You know what? I don't remember a conversation. Wait a minute. Isn't that the same thing you told me back in June? <laughs> yeah. They don't 2018, remember. We had the same conversation. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's we're not your important as we think we are. Exactly. Yeah. We're not that important. Yeah. We're right. not that we're important. Not that and, and we think we're saying the same thing. And we think they remember every bit of our conversation. And it's just once I learned that, oh, that just asks is so powerful. A, a yeah. Design conversation. And for those yeah. of you who haven't watched it, Carl, you turned me onto this. I know where you got it from, and it was Steve Jobs, you know, talking about being a young boy and reaching out to, you know, the Hewlett Packard uh, and saying, hey, um, you know, I need these parts for my high school project. And he said, well, yeah, I'll get you the parts, right? And, you know, who's got the, the courage? To that was the owner out? of Hewlett Packard, by the way. Of Hewlett Packard and ask. And he said, you know, what I found and throughout my career is that all you got to do is ask. And most people, especially the good ones that are doing big things in their lives, they want to help. You know, you so know, I find it's interesting to say that I find I get more yeses from higher producers yeah. than mm-hmm. I do lower producers. Yep. And they just I don't know. They just think different. Hey, just real quick. I want to finish off with two here if I can. Of so, course. A hundred percent. So so uh, one more, uh, which I really like this one was I wish I'd have known to get more leads so I could be more selective. Yeah. And on this one, what I got out of it was the more leads we have coming in, or let me, let me change that. The more referrals we have coming in, the more selective we can be, number one, of the source of the referrals yeah. and of the referrals themselves. That if I'm finding a source, maybe only one out of 20 is closing, as long as I got more sources, it's easier to turn, not turn it off, but you know what I mean? Like, that's right. Don't, don't, don't be, maybe I don't need to answer the questions from that person 
uh, Sunday morning at six o'clock in the morning when they call, right? right? That, that I can be a little bit more selective and work with a little bit more cool people. And then the last one, and I got this one a lot, was I wish I would have saved more money, mm. you know, in 20, 2020. And so this went past 2023. That's right. And in 2023, what I learned was I wish I'd have saved more money in 2020 and 2021 to make it easier to survive these down markets. Cause we are That's right. in a bit of a roller coaster industry. Like, it, like it, it goes up and it goes down. I mean, that's, that's right. just the way it is. And uh, man, saving that 25%, like whatever your check is, save 25% of that. Uh, I'm telling you, you do that for a handful of years and you'll, you'll want to go back and kiss yourself on the lips <laughs> for, for putting yourself, in a great situation. That's right. That we find that, you know, those of us that saved our money, uh, we weren't desperate in 2023 and yeah. we didn't have to act like we were desperate and we didn't have to run our business desperation. Yeah. doesn't mean that we want to get, we, that, that we didn't feel an urgent need to get our numbers back up right. right to the 2020 and 2021 levels, but it wasn't, it was urgent, not desperate. And those are two entirely different things. So. Well, that's a big part of what you coach in the Freedom Club. I think it all ties back to, hey, these are the things we need to do. But at the end of the day, don't forget the most important part. Take care of your future self, right? Yeah. Take care of your future family. You know, the people that rely on you, they need to know mm -hmm. that you're setting them up for success. And by putting that money away, uh, when you're you're having those big years, um, you know, you're going to set yourself for a, a life of successes. And I think you've said this before, and I love it, Carl, is, you know, when we look back at our history in this mortgage industry and we go, man, uh, if we try to measure it all by the results we got in 23, um, you know, that's not the way to look at this. You know, I've been doing this for two decades. And if I look at my results, you know, just on an income standpoint, uh, from when I started this industry, you know, back in 2002 to where I am today, there's been a whole lot more highlight years than down years. And the overall financial gains that I've had as being a part of this industry are absolutely astronomical. And you talk about this often. You know, we have the potential to earn the kind of money that high paid athletes, uh, doctors, lawyers, uh, you know, in some cases we make more than they do. And, uh, you know, if we just learn how to save that money the right way and follow the right processes, this this industry brings you a lifetime of successes and can help you create a legacy that will live on beyond you. Dude, dude. So we literally can make NFL money, yeah. like literally, yeah. except it's not just for a year or two. That's right. And I don't have 340 pound linebackers trying to break my kneecaps. Yeah. You want to hear a fun right. fact, Carl, 10 doors that way, Dak Prescott, mm. 10 doors that way. You know, it's temporary. He's having his house renovated, but he's right here in our subdivision. You know, you talk about having the ability to live the way that an NFL football player does. I, I've been able to do that because of this industry, right? So at the end of the day, no, brother, you've been able to wait, wait, wait. Let me clarify that. You've been able to do that by the actions that you take. Yeah. That's why you can do that. My Thank man. you. So, Thank you for that yeah. reminder, Carl. Yeah. yeah, thank good you. stuff, man. Good stuff, Great man. stuff. Great this stuff. It's been fun. I know. Well, we love having you here, Carl, and you know we'd keep you here all day, but we can't because uh, you're a busy man and you've got places to be. But uh, what did we not ask you today, sir, that we should have asked you? You know, ask me about my three non-negotiable activities. Ooh. That's, that's powerful. What are your three non-negotiable activities? Brothers, there's three things that we never, ever, ever stop doing, ever. 
and maybe there's more, but this is my three. Number one, always be selling. Never, never, never stop selling, which means always ask for the business. That's right. Always ask for the business. Every single phone call, end it with an ask. Number two, always be looking for talent. I didn't say you're always hiring, but always be looking for talent. Always be looking for talent. You never knew who's going to come across your doorstep. And number three, always look for opportunities. Always look for other opportunities. Look, I'm loyal to where I work at, but you know what? Hey, things happen, yeah. right? And things, things happen to good companies and to good people. Companies get sold. You know, somebody gets sick. Yeah. Like things happen, right? So always, always, always look for a uh, uh, look for good opportunities, and and just look for look just look to see what's around. And the, and the reason I think that's so important is 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 I'll look around sometimes to see what somebody like what you guys are doing over there, yeah. and I go, man, these guys are some really, really, really cool stuff. I'll run it past my owner to see, uh, you know, that my company see, hey, uh, you know, the 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 Beck team is doing some really, really, really cool stuff. Um, this one thing they're doing that we're not doing can can we kind of implement it over here, right? right. And so I learned by reaching out to other people. Yeah. And uh, so, brother, I tell you, I have learned so much from you two guys. And le- and let me tell you, this is an unsolicited thing. I got no skin in the game. I don't get a piece of the pie or anything. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. Reach out to these two guys. They're on. Look, I get to. I go around the country seeing all the top teams, and you guys got something really, really, really special going on. So, if you're listening today, reach out to these guys and look to see what they're doing that you can implement it back in your own shop. So, reach out to these two cats. They're very giving spirits. Uh, you'll serve yourself well by doing that. So, you're always selling. You're always looking for talent, and you're always looking for opportunities. Don't ever, ever, ever stop doing those three things. So honored to be here, guys. Honored to have you here. I mean, such great wisdom, right, Dave? I mean, where else are we going to hear this stuff? And good looking. Oh, and uh, good looking. Devastatingly. Devastatingly handsome. Carl White. By the way, I don't know if you noticed, I wore your shower curtain uh, to our I podcast. That. <laughs> so, so for those, I know, I know probably most people are listening and not watching. Uh, and when you look like the three of us, who could blame them, right? But... Uh, <laughs> But you literally, uh, you, you took a picture. Uh, so I, to my knowledge, you're the only man that's taken a picture in my bathroom. Right? <laughs> hold on. To hold my on. knowledge. That doesn't sound very good, Carl. To my knowledge. Plus, come to find out, your shirt and literally my shower curtain literally looked like they were made from the same uh, uh uh, design. They do uh, the same out the same. Yeah, I was gonna say the same material. My shower is that plastic <laughs> stuff, and you're not wearing a plastic shirt. But yeah, it's the same color pattern on your shirt that's on that shower curtain. Wow. So all I can say about that, I got one classy shower curtain. That's all I can say. <laughs> well, let me tell you something, Carl. Uh, it was pretty crazy because I met you in Nashville wearing this shirt, and then the first time I come out and set foot in the bathroom, I thought, well, what a coincidence. Uh, my shirt was made from his shower curtain. I saw that shirt and I went, greatness. honey, honey, I need to have this shirt in my bathroom. And so that's what she did. She made a shower curtain. You so. tracked it down. Good. I love it. Good to see you guys. Great to have you here today, Carl. Thank you so much uh, for everything that you've poured into us and our business and your mentorship and your knowledge. Uh, you've you've changed me as a human being. I think, David, you could say the same thing. Absolutely. You know, we're just blessed to have you here today. And, and thank you for taking 
taking the time out of your busy schedule. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Carl White, thank you for being on the show today. Uh, guys, uh, we're your real estate success partners. I'm Devin Abuse. I'm David Wynn. And if you want to find us, you can check us out at realestatesuccesspartner.com. That's realestatesuccesspartner.com. Again, we're on all your major platforms. And if you want to see this one, and I think you should, visit us on YouTube at The Dubuque Team. That's also our website. If you're looking for an opportunity in this industry, uh, you want to make a change, or you're an agent, and you need to partner up with a team that's going to take care of you, come check us out. We would love to help you. Thanks again for coming. We will see you on the next one. Bye, guys.